So you're getting older and things are starting to change with your body, your skin. Oh, let's face it, everything. Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Anti-Aging Uncensored, the show for driven women who want real solutions to defy their age. I'm your host, Jill Gilbert, digital health leader and entrepreneur. I'm a self-proclaimed product junkie as well as an overly obsessed fan of anti-aging breakthroughs and cutting-edge health solutions. And I'm going to help you tackle the challenging and oh-so-extraordinary next years of your lives. Now let's dive into the latest episode of Anti-Aging Uncensored. Today, we're talking about the most well-known and talked about anti-aging products on the market, retinol. We're going to break it all down for you, and I'm getting you the answers you need, like what the heck is retinol and what can it do for your skin? Are all retinols the same? When should you start using retinol? We get specific with age and this one surprised me. Is there anyone that shouldn't be using it? How do you start incorporating it into your routine? I mean, do you apply it at night, every night, once a week, right after you cleanse or mix it with your moisturizer? Where do you get it from? A drugstore, doctor, med spa? What other types of products in our skincare routine are mission critical as we get older? We get specific, ladies, so get some paper and take some notes. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Sheila Nazarian, who is a board-certified plastic surgeon, founder of Nazarian Plastic Surgery, Skin Spa 26, the Skin Spot e-commerce site, and the Nazarian Institute, where she brings thought leaders together to teach business owners in the luxury space to think big, branding, innovation, and growth. Dr. Nazarian is also the star of the new Netflix original series, Skin Decision Before and After. She also is a huge influencer in the social spheres. She's been unstoppable in pursuit of her passion. In a male-dominated world of plastic surgery, she has risen as a top opinion leader and one of the most sought-after surgeons in Beverly Hills, California. Her story is inspiring in so many ways, but I'll let her share those details. It is truly a gift to be joined today by Dr. Nazarian. What an absolute treat to have you join me here today, Dr. Nazarian. Thank you so much, Jill. So this is a topic that I have been dying to cover. There are so many articles. I can picture magazine covers, TikToks. Instagram posts all about retinol and retinoids and the whole gamut, all these, all these retin whatever products. And I thought it was really high time that we do a podcast just focused on this potentially miracle anti-aging treatment. Um, we'll get, we'll get your, your take on that. But before we dive in, you have to share your background with our audience. Uh, your, okay. your background is just, I said, I called it flavorful, but it is so amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, I'll take it way back. So, uh, you know, in order to kind of understand me, you have to kind of hear it from like birth. But um, yeah, Yeah. so we were from Iran. We're Persian Jews. And um, I was born in 1979, which was the year of the revolution. But before, um, you know, that sort of went into full swing, my mom was nine months pregnant, flew to New York, had me as an anchor baby, and then flew back to Iran. And then the whole revolution kind of started. So I think she was like nine months when she flew to New York. And I think I was born at like nine and a half months. I was pretty late. But um, so we went back. So I was the I was a U.S. citizen. 
the revolution started. We were there um, until 1985. So around, you know, I was around six years old and that was the Iran-Iraq war. And there was bombs flying everywhere. My mom used to take me to the windows because the sirens would go off at night. And we'd see, you know, the sort of, you know, that white like streak going through the sky, which was a bomb. And she would tell me it was fireworks. So I wouldn't get scared. And, but one of the bombs actually landed like a block away from our home. So mm, that was one thing that my family was like, "Uh oh, like we got to get out of here. The second thing was there's a lot of discrimination against Jews, which unfortunately we're seeing everywhere in the world right now. And I've actually become quite an activist about uh, as of late, I just said, you know, I can't be scared anymore. I can't be scared because we're traumatized, right? As Jews from Iran. Yeah, we're just super traumatized. Like I remember I wanted to put a menorah on our gate during Hanukkah. And my husband's like, don't do that. Are you crazy? Like people are going to attack us. Like Persian Jews wow. are in general. And I know I have friends who won't even put a, you know, a mezuzah on their door because then you're self-identifying as a Jew. So, really um, so, you know, that happened. And my dad was um, the head of the Shah's heart hospital. My dad's a pathologist. And one of his techs, so one of the people that like cleans the microscopes and things like that was part of the revolution. And my dad had incidentally saved this tech's eyesight. So the tech came to my dad and said, listen, you saved my eyes. I'm going to save your life. You're on the kill list and you have to leave tonight because they were going to come kill my dad because anybody who was associated with the Shah basically got killed. So, um, yeah. So my dad left my mom, my sister and my passport with the government and said he was going on a medical conference to speak. And he flew by himself to Vienna and stayed with um, a colleague while you know, my mom, my sister and I kind of arranged with smugglers to escape. So my mom obviously didn't tell me I was six. If she would have told me we were escaping, I probably would have told someone and that wouldn't have been good. So we went to the smart mama. Yeah. So we went to the bazaar, uh, one day and we just got put in the back of almost like a van, Mm -hmm. which was closed off. And they put, and it was us and maybe like six other people. And I remember being curled up at the bottom of this van and how old were you at this? I point? was six. I was like six, six and a half. Wow. Um, okay. So I was curled up and there was, you know, stakes that kind of came out, not sharp stakes, but stakes that you could put like a cord through to hold down things so they wouldn't move around in the van. Mm-hmm. I remember one of them was like going into my ribs and I was telling my mom like that hurts. And she's like, Shh, just be quiet. So they put corn on top of us. And that's how they smuggled us out of Iran across, across into the Pakistan border. So we made a stop and we kind of got out of the van and there was pickup trucks waiting for us, but there was also like a hut that was like a bathroom, but what it was, was just a hole in the ground. So you had to kind of straddle this hole in the ground and like pee or poo. And I was too small. So I remember my mom like holding me above it. But in that bathroom was when she told me we were going to America because we'd already made it across the border. And I remember the, the thing that I said was, oh, my God, we're going to meet Michael Jackson because we had all these like bootleg Michael Jackson, like thriller, like they used to like, you know, how like when you go to these like countries and they have them on the street and then when the police come, they like sweep it all, up, all up and like up, run yeah. away. Yeah, right. so we had that in Iran too. So we had all these like Madonna and Michael Jackson, like bootlegs. Please tell me you got to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did get to go to a concert. Fight. Okay, that's enough. That's uh, yeah, so, um, so you know, those were like what we thought America was. But anyway, so we stayed in the desert for one night. Uh, and then we kind of, we actually got seen um, at a certain point and they were shooting at us, but we got away. Uh, and then we went to Pakistan and we stayed in Karachi for three months waiting for our visas to come through. And um, there's a whole backstory to this. I won't get into it right now, but the whole reason why we got out, um, because Carter at that time had given a mandate that all Persians need to be out of America. 
But there was this one man that I got to meet like a few wow. years ago that actually was responsible for not just keeping the Jews in America. And I mean, the Persians in general, Baha'is, like anyone that would have been killed if they were sent back to Iran. There was one man that I actually got to meet who was responsible in the Carter administration for not only not getting Persians out of America, but working with this organization called Hayas to get asylum applications approved for more Persians to come into America. So I didn't even know I was meeting this man. I went to a, a conference at UCLA that I had like sponsored in some way. And I'm hearing this guy speak. And while he's speaking, I'm like, holy shit, this guy saved our this lives. This is the guy. <laughs> Wait, seriously. Oh, maybe we should talk offline. That's a movie. Has it not uh, been made yet? I mean, I don't think it's been made, no, but there's um, an organization that came and kind of interviewed me and my dad and other, a lot of Persian Jews have the same story, Jill. It's not yeah. just me. Like this is- Well, even Persian him Jews. as the center, like he, the, what an amazing- no, he I wrote mean, a book. He actually did write a book about it once the information became declassified. He wrote a book amazing. and that's what the book was kind of what he was talking about and promoting in this conference at UCLA. <laughs> Well, I just watched Argo, rewatched Argo and, um, you know, being on the streets when they were traveling through was just was was horrifying. I I mean, I'm Jewish as well. I don't I'm I'm not a Persian Jew, um, American Jew, but um, it is it is it's scary. And um, what a harrowing experience for a six year old and what an amazing career you have made of yourself. Well, I mean, the reason why I bring it up is, you know, we have a nonprofit called Think Big that we had Chris Jenner keynote last year. And I I read her book because I was interviewing her on stage. And it's really fascinating how our lives have very similar arcs and very similar. Like she lost her dad at 16. I lost my mom at 16. Like, but the things that she said, like, You know, when you're given this opportunity and you know what would have happened if you would have stayed, like you you want (laughs) to, you don't want to squander it and you want to create the biggest impact that you can possibly create. So, you know, I have three kids. I'm married to a brain surgeon. I have Nazarian plastic surgery, Spa 26, the nonprofit Think Big and Nazarian Institute. We have an e-commerce site of curated medical grade skin. Oh my God. I can't wait to link all this stuff. This is great. (laughs) But do you see what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, you know what? I have all this energy and I have this drive. I'm not going to squander that. Just like you said. And, and Chris Jenner and her book calls it burning the candle at both ends. And that's kind of, you know, where I think that comes from is knowing what would have been and knowing what a chance I was given in this country. I didn't even know she wrote a book. So um, that's going on my read list. Uh, that That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it's true that these, these situations, um, you know, I want to say create a fire under a belly, right? Exactly. That drive. And there, there was a book a long time ago. I'm kind of getting off topic just a little bit before we dive in. But um, it, there was a book that I read and it was a book about how I was in the film industry for many, many years and like the production film producing side of things. And uh, there was a book about um, that some big producer wrote, talked about that she had these dreams about being in the back of the line. And then every time she got to the front of the line to do her somersaults, because it was a gym, a gymnastics, uh-huh, class, uh-huh. they told her to go to the back of the line. And she kept getting to the front of the line and they told her to go to the back of the line. And, and, she, and basically she said at the end, like, I just want my turn. I just want my turn. Give me my turn. And I remember feeling that way because I was, you know, the lowly assistant. And I'm like, just give me my turn. Like, let me do, let me show what I can do. So, Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> but I'll for me, like, I think, I think like in what I've sort of done is I, especially in Beverly Hills and plastic surgery, and maybe this is how we bring it back to what we're supposed to be talking yes, about. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens. Um, I think, you know, you have to create your own turn. And that's what I exactly. learned and sort of did because, you know, no one's referring here anymore. I have 31 plastic surgeons just in my building. Forget all of Beverly Hills. You know, no one's referring to you for Botox. Nobody's referring to you. You have to create your turn yourself. And that's sort of always been, and it doesn't mean don't ask for help. It doesn't mean don't ask for advice. You do, but you have to create those opportunities for yourself yeah. if no one's giving them to you. And that's sort of been my journey. I, I love it. There's a, a new saying that we're going forward with, which is it's, top, it's time to stop living your life uh, defined by your age. So um, that those sort of opportunities can occur whenever um, they don't always occur right after college, right? When you think that those things. Oh, no. And they don't. Lay it out. Instagram and, you know, these accounts that are like, live your passion and like all this stuff is so misleading for, you know, the younger people. Like, yeah. no, you actually have to do shit you hate so that you gain the skills to do what it is that you love. And that's. I love life. that. Okay. So yeah, you're you're coming to speak at my summit. Okay. Um, <laughs> talk, talk about that later. Uh, so let's dive into retinols. Um, I know your focus is in plastic surgery, which is a whole other thing I'd love to talk about, but, um, and that's kind of more of an extreme uh, way to. It's actually not Jill. So my focus is in whole body, mind and health, like health, everything rejuvenation. So right. when you say, you know, your focus is on plastic surgery. Well, if I did a facelift on someone right, and their skin is all wrinkled and sun damaged and has brown spots all over uh, it, do you think they're going to look their best? No. Yeah. So my focus is in making everything make sense. So if I pull that woman's skin tight, everyone's going to know she got a facelift because right. it doesn't make sense that her face looks young like underneath all of the crap, the damage. I love that. So that's why I have 30 devices in my spa. We do okay, the full that's... spectrum of plastic surgery and I have an e-commerce site of curated medical grade skincare. So we're kind of the violet gray of medical grade. And what that means is we don't bring stuff on that doesn't have data. Mm -hmm. We don't have bring things yeah. on. I don't have studies in peer reviewed journals. It's not about what your favorite influencer got paid to say works. Right. It's about what actually works. Love it. And we've curated it even further. So let's say there's a medical grade skincare company that has 40 SKUs. We only bring on the top five. Because it's confusing. And that's why you're so doing this confusing. Podcast. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. That is yeah. why we are all about bringing the valuable products forward. So what makes up a retinol? So a retinol is a type of, um, you know, skincare product made of vitamin A. And the umbrella category is retinoids. And retinoids are just vitamin A products that fit into vitamin A receptors in our skin. And when they, you know, go into those receptors, they're going to tell your skin to do certain things like upregulate collagen. They cause cell turnover. So you're going to get um, improvement in your fine lines and wrinkles and pigmentation because those top layers are going to come off a little bit faster. And uh, also, it also tells your skin to stop making so much oil. So if you have blackheads mm -hmm. or acne, that means that you're not going to get as many clogged pores and less acne as well. Well, that's a huge benefit. So it's not like you can just go 
ingest vitamin A. This is a topical vitamin A, correct? I mean, you can also ingest it. That's what Accutane is. But oh. that's like the big guns, right? That's when everything else has failed and someone's still breaking out, then you can't actually ingest it. I actually took that when I was younger. And, oh, you did? And it worked. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was to that out of control space that um and it worked amazingly. It was very hard to take, a lot of dryness. But well, there you go. Why? Because it makes you stop producing as much oil. That makes so so much sense. So which one, if I, let's say I'm like starting out or I'm confused where to, where to begin and I'm tempted. <laughs> no, everyone should be tempted. Everyone should not only be tempted, they should take it up. They should take it up. So which one is the best? So I always tell my patients the best retinoid is the one that you'll actually stick to and use. And so <laughs> if you go with like, you know, uh, Retin-A, which is like super strong and that's prescription from the pharmacy, you're probably going to put it on your face three days in a row and peel yourself, get all red and irritated and never use it ever again. So when you buy a product and you leave it on your counter and you never touch it, that doesn't mean you're actually using it. So that probably wasn't the best way to go. <laughs> but if you start with like a 0.25% retinol or a 0.5% retinol, even those, you know, start using them only two or three nights a week. And if you're not getting irritated, then go to three or four nights a week. And if you get a little bit irritated, maybe stay there for a while mm -hmm. until you're not irritated anymore and then move out. Like for me personally, Jill, I took me seven months to be able to use retinol every night because I have super wow. skin. And, you know, I think the old school way of looking at it, and it's not the way that I do it in my practice. They used to just say like, put it on every night. You're going to get irritated. You're going to get red. Just push through it, push through it. And I'm in LA, like people are on camera, people are doing corporate talks face-to-face, -face. there's actresses, mm -hmm. you know, nobody's going to like push through weeks and weeks of irritation, you right. know, just so their skin can get retinized all of a sudden. So I always tell people, you know, retinol is fantastic. Everyone should be on it and get on it the way that fits your lifestyle. And, you know, but just, but just get on it. Okay. So there are different I'm going to say levels. I don't know that that's what they are, but we'll just say almost like strengths. Um, so let's talk drugstore. So oil, oh, I, I keep saying oil of Olay, but Olay and that kind, you know, there are, there are lots of brands, probably Neutrogena has over the counter in your drugstore brands. Right. So, you know, I would say that medical grade is not just about strength. So medical grade mm -hmm. skincare, skincare that you would get from the skin spot or a doctor's mm -hmm. office. It's, it's not only better ingredients or better forms of those products. It's almost like buying organic versus like regular lettuce, right? right? It's not just about buying lettuce. It's like, you know, what made that lettuce? So it's the same thing with skincare products and good quality skincare ingredients mm -hmm. aren't going to cost $6.99, you guys. I mean, that's just the way it is. Right. So if you're buying Olay and, you know, you love the smell and you're putting it on and you feel like you're taking care of yourself, you know, psychologically that might have some value, but mm -hmm. if you actually want to see your skin improve and change, then you're probably going to want to get the medical grade. And guess what? The medical grade is stronger. It penetrates deeper. You're going to see mm -hmm. fast results, but sometimes you'll get a rash, but guess what? There's a doctor there to like help you through it. Who's going yeah. to help you if, you know, Olay use that quality and high, you know, dosage of those ingredients to get you there, you know, to get you to goal. If you mm -hmm. get a rash, who are you going to, who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so there's a middle, I'm, 
I'm using my own terminology here, right? Like there's a middle ground. There's like the Sephora counters, right? The um, And there's some great quality um, there that I feel might be a know. little I've less seen, tolerated. Quality at Sephora, and I have seen, you guys, yeah. the <laughs> most expensive skincare line I've ever seen at Sephora does absolutely nothing. Nothing. Can, nothing. Can, can, can you share? No. no. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm just letting you know, like you guys, you want to, you want to use products that have studies behind them. You want to yeah, use true, been, like peer reviewed in actual journals, not packaged well. And Sephora makes a, a you know, I'm going to like curse right now, but like, yeah, a, you know, you know what a lot of money, money. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it really like does apps. You guys, when I say nothing, I mean nothing. Like you could just take water and spray it on your face and it would do the same and, and, and yeah. save your $300. But there are these in-between products mm-hmm. that for me, the way that I looked at it was like, it was my entree <laughs> into retinol. So I felt, you know, I kept hearing the word encapsulated retinol or retinoids mm-hmm. or whatever the word was encapsulated. Is that, is that just like buffering or what is so that what it doing? does is it basically takes it through the skin and once it's past that barrier releases, you know, the, okay. the vitamin A to fill the receptors. So it's like a gentler way of delivery. Okay. So they're not bad. They're just not, they're, they're, they're just gentle. not as effective and they're, yeah, they, they'll just take longer first. to get yeah. there. But if somebody's like super sensitive skin rosacea, you know, that might be a better choice. And they might say, you know what, Dr. Nazarian, mm-hmm. I have the patience to wait a year until I see, you know, th- those significant changes that maybe with a retinol you would see in six months, yeah. but I can't tolerate a retinol. If you can't tolerate it, you guys, you don't have to like not use it. You can just <laughs> go down, you go know, down. a notch um, mm-hmm. to a more gentler product that yeah, may- might take a little bit longer to get you there, but at least you'll get there. Right. So what kind of results does a retinol product or a tretinoin or what, what are you, what is it solving for us? So retinols or vitamin A products and antioxidants like vitamin C, resveratrol, you know, things like that are two products that every woman and man should be using over the age of 20. And the reason is those two products are actually biopsy proven to reverse aging and prevent aging. And that's why, I mean, if you think about it, Jill, there hasn't been that many advancements in skincare in decades. I mean, it's really, it's really, you know, sunscreen, antioxidant, retinol and growth factors and everything else, like the mask, the lights, you know, the, the RFs, all that stuff is fine, but yeah, but those are the four things everybody over the age of 20 should be using. Growth factors, I had no idea. antioxidant, sunscreen. Hey there, it's Jill with a quick break from the conversation. Do you women feel like your body is starting to rebel and you're just aching to take back control again? For years, you've given so much to so many and somehow parts of you just got lost in the mix. I know this because that's how it was for me. Well, it's time for you to make your comeback. You heard me right. That's why I wrote a five-step blueprint for how to start living your best years from this day forward. It's called Wicked, Ageless, and Doing Epic Shit. And you can download your own free copy today by visiting wickedawesomeyou.com 
slash ebook. And now let's get back to the show. Okay, so I, this is kind of a depressing question to ask, but like, I'm in my 50s. Did I miss the opportunity? Like, Well, no, I mean, you, you didn't miss the opportunity, but you might need, you know, laser or you might need, mm-hmm. you know, other stronger things to sort of get back to sort of, you know, removing sun damage or fine lines and wrinkles or things like that. But if you like, I'm 41, you know, I have a very stressful life, self-inflicted stressful life. Yeah. But, you know, I started when I was 28 and I just look around at my, like, you know, kind of like my acquaintances, the ones that are my age that look younger Somebody, somebody gave them that secret in their twenties, whether their mom was an esthetician <laughs> or their mom worked for a plastic surgeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm just looking at like my forties group of women and the ones that look really good started in their twenties because someone told them. Well, I know you guys uh, in podcast land cannot see Sheila unless you're watching the video, of course, but her skin is gorgeous. So, <laughs> so th- that that's amazing. So is there anyone that it's not for? No, no. Got it. And I made a video. I'm like, this is, and I, honestly, the title of the video was like what every woman over, I think 30 should be using. Yeah. Really, it's like 20, 20. That's amazing. Because we, you know, our eggs go south at 30, our collagen goes south at 25. You start and white people lose. I had no idea. People, yes. So at the age of twenty-five, your collagen in your skin starts. It, it's turned the corner and it's going down. So us women that are bitching and moaning in our forties and fifties, you're like this now our skin happened. is onto you know shit. <laughs> it really went to you know it really started changing in your twenties. Okay, yeah. this is really positive. No, and what I hear, <laughs> no, what I hear all the time, Jill, is like they'll hit forty or something. And they're like, this just happened, and I'm like, uh huh, like <laughs> sure, yeah, these spots came up, yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah, totally. Um, okay, so where. You know, if a woman in her 40s um, or 30s or whatever, where should someone start? Does it depend on how sensitive their skin is? Well, I mean, you know, I- so what I'm working on right now on the skin spot is a skin quiz. So we've had a skin quiz from like the beginning of time, but it just sort of gave all the products that would be good for your skin type. Mm-hmm. Are you sensitive? Are you looking for a basic regimen or like an like all encompassing regimen? And what I realized is that even that was too confusing. So what I'm working on right now is revamping the skin quiz so that it actually gives you a regimen. This is what you use in the AM. Number one, number two, number three, because I feel like that is what people need right now. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean there's like a wrong or right answer. You know, like if you have never used retinol before, you don't want to start with a TRET or you don't want to start with a 1.0 retinol. You start with a 0.25 if you're sensitive skin or a 0.5 and you don't even use it every night. Start two nights a week. Yep. You know, and then slowly move your way up to every night. So I've been, I've become a little obsessed with the whole Korean beauty. Yeah, um, I love it. Yeah. And um, I will say- My daughter's learning Korean, Jill. Oh, really? Yeah, Oh my God, can she she come- I can't wait to travel again because I want to go once a year to Korea and I know she and wants to do like a full this. semester abroad, but she got into K-pop and like these K-dramas and over quarantine, you know, they've been Zooming and she just taught herself how to speak Korean. Shut up. I swear. So she's, she got, she's, got, Korean. she's got your drive. She's no, got your drive. Every night when she goes to bed, she's like, Sarangyo. She's like, I love you in Korean. Or she just answers me in Korean. 
Oh my God. I love that. See, now, actually, that's a really good idea. I should learn it a little bit if it's I plan easy. on going. It's an easy language. Yeah. I'm, I'm so blown away at, at their, I mean, it's overwhelming to people who are just learning about it. They think all these different layers, but one of the things is um, I've been following a lot of sort of the key influencers around Korean beauty that are mm-hmm. almost the scientists, right? They, they understand the elements. Um, now yeah. I never plan to be that that woman. Um, mm-hmm. I want to bring those people to, to you guys. But um, I, I really learned that when I was prescribed years ago, a tret, um, I just applied it to my skin and then put a moisturizer over it. And I don't know what your school of thought is, but I've learned now that a lot of them do it, you know, two or two times a week and they have like a, an actual protocol for that day, um, a skin protocol for that day where it's a little different and they, they put it on after and almost mix it into their moisturizer after they've done, you know, the toner and the serum and things like that after they, yeah, and that's how we recommend it too. It is. Tread is like very irritating. Yeah. So it's almost like they're watering it down. And that's what we sometimes tell people with sensitive skin, maybe that they have a 0.5 retinol at home. We'll tell them, mix it on the back of your hand with your growth factor or with your moisturizer. Mix them together on the back of your left hand, put it on your face together even. Rub the backs of your hands together. Mm -hmm. Don't forget your thumbs. And then take the rest and put it on your neck. And that way everything stays looking young. Okay. So um, I am curious. I've been on the hunt for the hand. Everyone talks about the neck. I want to talk about the hands. Can I tell you the hand, the neck um, creams are the best for the hand. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Why is there no hand cream for women? Because to me, it's not just the age. There is. There is. There's Lumiquin. Yeah, no, there's Lumiquin from like Revision Skin Care. KO makes one too. Um, But what I, and I always like on the skin spot, I try to do like tell people what is I'm I'm actually doing. But the back of the hands and the neck are really low in um, oil producing glands. That's why, you know, it's much more emollient what you put on your neck and what you want to put on your hands. But I always tell people, take your neck cream and just like put it on your hand first, then do this, you know, or rub the backs of your hands together and then wipe it on your neck. That way, like, and I'll tell you my office staff, they keep neck cream in their drawers. So when their hands get dry, they put neck cream on their hands. You're kidding me. Okay. Yeah. So that's, it's all about like, and I love that on the skin spot too. It's like, I like things that do double duty. I like things that are, you know, a sunscreen with antioxidant in it. You know, I like retinols that also have like bucatiol and things that calm your skin down. Like I love things that do double duty or a neck cream that also addresses sunspots and laxity. Um, so I'm always looking for that, like most bang for your buck hero products yep. in medical grade that have science to bring to people. And you know what? It's so funny, like getting back into the business of things, Joe, like before um, like in 2018, I was just looking at my numbers. You guys, I'm a complete business person, data whore. You guys have no idea. So I was looking data at- Data is good. Data is good. You can't change what you can't measure. So I was looking at the skin spot and I never talked about it on my Instagram. And you guys, I have like 500,000 people on Instagram on one of my accounts. So, but I never talked about it because I felt like a used car salesman, you know? But when COVID hit and all the plastic surgery offices were shut down for two and a half months, I actually started being like, all right, you guys, this is my at-home regimen. And I'd be looking like a crazy person with like hair going all over the place. But I'm like, this is what I do in the morning. (laughs) 
And, or like, this is my roller that I use, or this is the devices that I use that actually have data behind them. And people were so thankful, Jill, and our business went up 2000%. I'm not surprised. It was nuts. But but what I realized for all the women out there too, that are in like entrepreneurs or in business, if you're selling something that helps people, that it's a blessing. You need to talk about it. And that's sort of what I realized is if I'm, you know, maybe some people can't afford to go into the office and get a laser treatment, but that doesn't mean they can't work out at home, you know, and why not provide to them the knowledge that we have about shit that actually works. <laughs> oh my God. I swear you're like speaking my language. People were, we were literally doing sort of a branding exercise mm-hmm. and I'm like, let's just find the shit that works for us. Like that's, that's what I want. I don't want to, I don't want to waste time providing fluff. It's like, if you don't need it, you don't need it. That's why I always say, I said, my practice is not a fluff and rub. Okay. That's hilarious. That is really funny. That is really funny. Okay. So you would start with sort of, and would you start with, um, sort of prescription level or how do you feel about, um, people going to the drugstore? So this is how I feel about people going to the drugstore. Take that 1999, save the gas and just flush it down the toilet. <laughs> okay. Or, or what you can do is actually pay $40 for something that makes a difference. Your pay. And, you know, I've said this and I've gotten so much slack for it. Like people are like, if I can't afford the $100 cream, like, what do you expect me to do? Just nothing. And I'm like, oh, it kind of depends. And and I kind of came to a a revelation in the skincare world. When things smell good and feel good when they go on your skin, that psychologically might be helpful to people. It's not going to make your skin look better, Mm -hmm. but it might be like your way of doing self-care. And there's certainly value in that. But if you actually want your skin to look better, that cream might not smell good. It actually might smell really bad. Okay. You're right. But, but it's not about the smell. It's about the result. Well, for some people, Jill, but I, we have to realize who we're speaking to. Like, you know, as a business people, we have to know who our audience is. Right. So there's certainly that, you know, group of people that, you know, will take the gua sha thing and do this <laughs> and yeah. put ice on their face in the morning. And yeah, maybe that'll depuff you. Okay, great. But if you actually want stuff that's going to make you look good in your 40s and 50s, the products are available. Are the ingredients cheap? No. Mm-hmm. Does that and the product is more expensive? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not by a lot, but it's more expensive, but you know what you're going to get. Yeah, we, I remember in regards to the odor, um, I had a product that was quite stinky and I used to say stinky, but worth it. <laughs> exactly. I always say it smells like shit, but it works. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, ultimately- And I mean, not all the stuff smells results. bad. I don't want you to think that either, but a lot of them don't have fragrances in them because that's irritating in the medical world. You know, well, you can always take a bath with lavender oil. <laughs> Absolutely. So what are some of the side effects we can expect? We'll, we'll say from, from the products that work. Yeah. So, I mean, even like, let's just take retinol. We, it's funny because we also track like how people come to the skin spot. So we have three blogs on retinol because it's actually so researched. Okay. The benefits of retinol is one article on the blog side effects of retinol. 
and is retinol safe for teenagers? Uh, right. These are like the three blogs we'll, that are the we'll number one. We'll make sure to one. link those in the show. Yeah, they're the sure. number one drivers to our site because so many people, as you know, are asking the same question that we're answering today. Mm-hmm. So side effects of retinol. If you use it every night, and some dermatologists, you know, and you know that I know now, and certainly in years past, would recommend just retinizing yourself. They're like, you're going to peel, you're going to be red for weeks, but just get through it. Get through and then the, you won't, the, I'm there's, just finding, there's a time that there, there's like a, a yeah, saying. but you don't have to do it that way, is what I'm saying to you. And a lot of people in my world, they're actresses, they're models, they can't look red and flaky for weeks, waiting for their skin to retinize and get used to it. So what I did and myself personally, as I started using it two nights a week mm-hmm. and every month I would go up another night and it took me seven months to be able to get to every night, but I never had to go through that period of retinization because and I'm so in front of people too. You know, I can't be peeling and looking like a monster. Might you still be um, experiencing some peeling and some. If you do, I say, just go back, go back a week. So if you went up to three nights a week and you start noticing redness and irritation, go back down to two nights a week for another week and then come back to three nights a week. So you can do And I've heard something about purging. So purging is when you actually start breaking out. So yeah, if you, but that shouldn't happen. Retinol is actually really good for acne. And it was actually one of the first uses of retinol was for teenage acne. So if you're not allowing yourself to peel and have breaks in your skin, you should not break out with retinol. So what are the things, what is retinol treating for us? We just talked about acne. What are the other real benefits? So it causes skin turnover. So it's going to treat your fine lines and wrinkles. Mm -hmm. It's going to treat your sunspots. Um, And it also decreases, you know, it decreases clogging of pores because again, it's just cell turnover. So that's like blackheads. That's how it helps with mm-hmm. acne. Yeah, because it prevents the clogging of those pores. Because with acne, what happens is you get clogged pores and then a little bacteria gets under the clog and it, it makes it makes pus essentially when it gets right. infected. Got it. Well, those are all things, you know, I think all of us suffer from as we get older. I mean, it's just yeah, what, 100%. What, or maybe not suffer from, but deal with. Yeah. So I want to ask and, you and one more. And don't forget, Jill, I'm going to mention one more thing. Don't forget your body skin. So for example, you know, years ago in our skincare line, Nazarian skincare, we made a smooth body and it has retinol in it too. And it was one of the only body products that had retinol in it because guess what? Who's suffering from crepey elbows? Whose mom has crepey knees? You know, like, so we, we, and also like the stomach, it gets crepey. So you want to have a little bit of retinol, not as much as you would put in the face, because remember the body skin has less oil glands as well, except mm-hmm. for like areas of the upper back or chest or things like that, that tend to do break out. But retinol in those areas will also help with the breakouts. So smooth body, um, we came out with that and it was one of the only body products that had a little bit of retinol in it. And you still have that? Yep. Okay. There, I'm, I know what I'm doing right after. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, You know, you mentioned something and I don't want to overlook it because I think um, it's a word that or it's a it's a product that um, still is confusing to a lot of people, which is growth serums or growth Growth factors, growth factors. So um, can you define those what that is? And um, it's almost like a category, right? Yeah, it is. That's another category that all women should be on. And let me tell you, I'll tell you my secret on that too. Okay. So growth factors can be human growth factors. So human derived, they can be plant derived, they can be animal derived. Okay. 
and all of them have value. And the way that I want you to think about those creams is imagine you're putting them on your skin and it's turning on the circuit breakers to create collagen and elastin. And remember I told you collagen and elastin start going south at the age of 25. Hmm. So putting on growth factors is a way to boost at home your collagen and elastin. And it really works. And other things that do that are radio frequency, which we have a device that is like a bestseller that does that too. You can use it on your body or your face. There's derma so ra- rollers. Does derma radio rollers. frequency, I, I know what you're talking about. It's that little wand that sometimes um, that kills bacteria and stuff as well, right? No, that's LED light. That's oh, different. Okay. And we have that as well. And that also can boost collagen elastin. But radio frequency is a stronger method of doing that. So if you literally used it on one side of your face, you would see it plumped more than the other side immediately. And long-term, it oh. produces a lot of collagen as well. So, um, and you can use it all over your body. And I was saying derma rollers too. Derma rollers also increase collagen elastin at home. So the way I always tell my patients is, you know, you work out with your trainer, but you also work out by yourself and there's value in both. But when you come into the office, I'm going to work you out like your trainer because I'm using these devices. <laughs> I have numbing cream so I can go Love deeper it. on you. I can use radio frequency in the needles to like do a little buzz when they go in. But that doesn't mean working out and maintaining your results at home has no value. It absolutely has value. Have you ever thought about relocating to San Francisco? <laughs> we ship everywhere, girl. <laughs> no, I mean, I want you here. No, but let me tell you, we're, we're thinking about eventually opening up another practice very nearby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not in San Francisco, Selfish, but self, Selfishly. Um, that, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, I mean, you're the information, um, I love your honesty. And let me, um, can I give you one more, like, oh honesty God, thing? Yeah. Please, lo- you can well, let me tell you the more. trick about growth factors, because I promised I would do that. I did it. You guys switch up your growth factors, like, every month, because your body gets used to that circuit breaker. So, you know, when you change your shampoo, Jill, it looks mm-hmm. better, but then you can go back to your old shampoo and it does the same effect. Yes. It's the same thing with growth factors. So switch up your growth factors. So for example, I might be using a human-based growth factor one month and I'll go to like plant-based growth factor the next month and I'll go back and forth because I feel like you're just turning on different circuit breakers and it's like changing up your shampoo. <laughs> so that's my that's my growth factor secret. Um, and then what was I going to tell you? There was another thing. So, I so it's, but not all growth factors are equal, correct? Like No. And again, like, that's why we created the skin spot. We have taken only the products that have biopsy. They take a biopsy, they slice that skin down, they stain it before they start using the product. And after mm-hmm. six weeks to eight weeks to 12 weeks of using that product. And you will actually see the staining for collagen, the RNA DNA for collagen and elastin upregulate. And that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for something that your best friend told you it smells good. Again, we don't fluff and rub. I love this. Oh my God. I'm I'm so scared about what I'm about to spend. Um, <laughs> but then but then you know what you're gonna get. I you know, know. Like I know. I, yes, I try. You know how many I, women, like uh-huh. how many doctors that we've like helped with the skin spot that will literally six months later I've send me that. a car selfie and be like, look at what you did for me. Like oh. that's that's what, you know, we did this for because it is super confusing. Lord Jesus, you go on a website, there's 2000 sunscreens. How the hell do you know what's going to work? Uh, for you? It's, it's, it's over. So, and it's all about what the box looks like and what the marketing mm-hmm. is and all of that. And I get it. I'm into that branding marketing world. I get it. Trust yeah. me. But yeah, really, no, I, lo- I love a good branding uh, opportunity, me too. but, me too. Um, but 
results are probably better than that moment. So yes, yes. Um, so I think that you've really helped us understand retinol. I, it sounds like um, first we need to go visit your website. Second, um, really, you know, this isn't a matter of should you use this. This right. is a matter of how do you begin, and I and um, you know. Yeah, so I'll just sorry and laid it out. No, I mean, I'll give you a real quick tip. If you have super, super sensitive skin, Senti makes a great retinol that's uh, called the BioComplete Serum. Mm -hmm. That one's fantastic. Definage makes a great one called the 8-in-1 Serum, um, which is also really good, a little bit stronger. Super sensitive, I would start with the BioComplete Serum um, from Senti. Mm -hmm. You know, Nazarian Skincare makes a 0.25 as well. Mm -hmm. So it just depends. Like, And you can read the ingredients. We've listed them. So if you do... Right want a little antioxidant in there, read the ingredients and see which one's going to give you a twofer, you know, if, especially if you're price sensitive or for example, skin Medica makes the TNS advanced serum, two pumps. It's got your growth factors and your antioxidants coming out. Guess what? Mix it on the back of your hand, stick it on your face, rub wow. that crap into your hands and your neck, you know, love it. So I think I already know the, the answer to this last question, which is, What's the one piece of advice you tell your 20 year old self? Oh, I always say ask for help. I mean, I never, I thought asking for help or advice was a sign of weakness in my twenties. And I always thought I had to figure everything out by myself. And the other thing too, is now that I've learned is ask for help outside of your industry, especially if you're a doctor, if you need business advice or branding advice, yep. don't ask another doctor. <laughs> Yeah, don't, 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 and don't pretend you have to know everything. I had, a, right. I had an awesome boss when I was in the film industry. And he always used to say, we don't have to know how to do everything. We just have to know how to ask the right questions. Or to ask the right people. And that's what we've done. And ask too. the right I mean, people, exactly. Yeah, who have that expertise and can, um, you know, there's so much I've learned, Jill, honestly, like, you know, our business and branding conference, the Think Big I was telling you about, I started it because doctors get no education in business. And I went to business school, thank God. But, you know, I want to like, I, I speak like all over the world on social media, for example. Mm -hmm. Why am I speaking? You should bring someone that has 10 million followers to speak. Why are you asking me to speak? <laughs> you know? So I started this conference to bring people from outside of our industry who've already done all this, all right. these things. They've already answered these questions. Why are we reinventing the wheel? Let's bring the people that can help us. And, you know, that's why, why I started that because I was like, you know what? I go outside. I ask a hotel owner about customer experience. I don't ask another doctor or a hospital about cost, customer experience. I ask Ritz Carlton, you know? So it's like bringing in the right people to teach us because they've already figured this out 20 years ago. Wow. So good. So much good information. I love it. I love the way, I mean, I love the way your brain thinks. Um, very, very similar to, to mm -hmm. me because it's, we can be inspired by so many other people and I'm, right. I'm almost feel like an observer in life and just want to help bring people together to, to share their wealth. Yes. Um, so where can listeners, uh, connect with you besides, besides your store, where can listeners connect you on Instagram and website? I have six Instagrams. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I start. I did six Instagrams because when I start a company, I'm always thinking of the exit strategy. So if I'm planning mm. on selling the skin spot, it needs to have its own social media. 
if I'm planning on franchising my spa, it needs to have its own social media. Mm -hmm. So every aspect of my businesses in life has its own Instagram, but the easiest way to find me and to find all of them is on Instagram at Dr. Sheila Nazarian, Dr. Sheila Nazarian, and the link in um, my bio has the link to everything, basically. Awesome. Thank you so much. I know I'll be having you back, um, and um, hopefully you'll be able to participate in uh, our virtual retreats that we're beginning to plan here. Sure. And um, I, I can't thank you enough. Thanks, Jill. It was great talking to you. Wow. That was a juicy episode. I hope you took notes and have an action plan on how you are going to be integrating retinol into your weekly skincare routine. And it's your lucky day because I was able to get all our listeners a 10% off link for you to use at anything at theskinspot.com. You can grab that link and all other things we mentioned today in our show notes located at wickedawesomeyou.com slash podcast. And I want to hear from you too. Have you used retinol before? What was your experience and are you seeing results? I know when we hear about all the good things it can do for us, we expect to see results overnight. But remember, consistency over a longer period of time will yield all the great results this product promises. I've seen enough before and afters to convince me of that. So if you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. We have amazing episodes coming up, so I know you don't want to miss out on those. So until next week, I'm Jill Gilbert, your host of Anti-Aging Uncensored. Have a crazy healthy week.